While it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill me with a word desperately needed for life. And let me speak in the name of God, the Father and Mother of us all. Amen. Please be seated. Y'all, I'm tired of this pandemic. I know you are too. I'm weary of the worry, of the grief. I'm weary of every decision seeming to carry the fate of the world. I miss the Eucharist almost as much as I miss seeing you all here inside the church, getting a hug from Laura Wood during the passing of the peace. I'm tired of the darkness of this pandemic. And yet, resiliency is not displayed in times of ease and plenty. It is not in the times of joy and deliverance where fortitude and faithfulness are revealed. Persistence and reliability are shown in times of trial. In the Gospel of Mark, Jesus begins his public ministry when John the Baptist is arrested and killed. He begins his public <laughs> he begins his public ministry under immediate threat. Jesus knew the danger he brought upon himself the moment he proclaimed the kingdom of God is near. See, Jesus didn't proclaim the kingdom of Caesar, nor Rome's vassal king of Galilee, Herod Antipas. No, when Jesus said the kingdom of God is near, he defied the legitimacy of the Roman Empire and Roman imperial theology. This simple phrase uttered at the beginning of his ministry immediately, to use the most repeated word in God, Mark's gospel, immediately put Jesus and the disciples in danger. As Ched Myers points out, Jesus's actions are not just physical events, they're symbolic actions as well. The healing of Peter's mother-in-law followed by the healings and exorcisms of the ill in Capernaum so close to the Sabbath carry symbolism and weight. The people recognize a higher authority in Jesus, a higher authority than the scribes of Jerusalem and the legions of Rome. Even more so in Luke's version of the story, the next day the people search for Jesus to make him an earthly king. The symbolism of Jesus's actions are not lost on the people nor on the rulers and kings and emperors and religious leaders too, for that matter, do not like to have their authority challenged. So how did he do it? How did Jesus survive years upon years of constant threat? How did he persevere under the stress that every word drew more attention from the fallen powers that be? That every healing shone brighter on Rome's radar? That every step took him closer to the cross? How did he do it? While it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. Over and over again, Jesus retreats, secludes himself, and prays. He plugs in to the source. He grounds himself in solitary communion with God so that he can be in committed communion with the children of God. He rises while it is still very dark, 
He doesn't wait for the light of rescue or release. He rises while it is still very dark so that he can kneel. Yesterday in Bishop Cole's address to the virtual diocesan convention, he reminded us that resilience is cultivated in prayer and centered in contemplation. Our faith is renewed by plugging into the ultimate source. Our external actions are resolved through internal meditation. To traverse the adversity of our external world, we must explore the contours and textures of our internal life. We must rise while it is still very dark, while this pandemic still persists. We cannot wait for it to end. We must rise while it is still very dark so that we may kneel in prayer. Soon and very soon, my siblings, we enter the season of Lent. Spiritual resilience is cultivated and sustained through worship, learning, and service to others. The invitation to the observance of a Holy Lent from the Ash Wednesday service calls upon us to pay extra attention to these disciplines during this season. Now, I'm tired, but I do not know when this pandemic will end. I'm tired, but I do not know when it will be safe to invite you to worship God in this sacred space again. Every time I've tried to predict a specific date when this might end, I've been wrong. So I'm tired, but I'm not going to do that now. But I do know that Jesus returned over and over again to prayer to sustain his ministry. Therefore, my dear siblings in Christ, let us make a renewed commitment to prayer and study this Lent. Let us meditate on God's word and contemplate the mysteries of God's presence. Let us go forward in faith. And let us rise while it is still dark so that we may kneel in prayer. Amen.